0: Ladies and gentlemen, the resurrection is here. The day has come. Uh, shout out to all our tens and tens of fans out of <laughs> the, uh, the wrestling universe. This is I, Joseph Crush. Uh, I'm alongside on Zoom due to this pandemic.
1: I am Zoomed, eh? What are you talking about?
0: What did you say? I am Zoomed. I'm here. No, I said, i long. Yeah, that's uh, what I said. Uh, Nikki Noodles Galeotto, <laughs> Nicholas Jersey DeMonte, you know it, and Thomas Bad News Canali. <laughs> this is the Wrestling Journal podcast. TWJ is back. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you, Joseph. It's great hey, to yeah. be back.
1: Nice to be back, boys.
0: It's been a couple been a of years. Time. I feel like I'm ready it's to dust, dust off, um, <laughs> dust, dust off the
2: off
1: That microphone, <laughs> yes, sir. We gotta.
0: Get those cobwebs cleared, uh and get back to it. Now we've discussed things off air, uh, but let's get it into I just want to get your guys' take in the current situation we have with wrestling. Uh money in the bank being hosted on a uh on WWE headquarters roof. What are your initial thoughts, uh Nick Jersey? Um honestly,
2: if it's anything having to do with what they did for WrestleMania with the Boneyard match or the Firefly Funhouse um match. I'm honestly really excited for it, to be honest. I think that this has allowed WWE to kind of test the waters with a little stuff outside of the ring and try to show what they can do from like a cinematic side because you can bring that into wrestling and still have a good storyline. So to be honest, I'm, I'm actually very intrigued and I can't wait to watch it.
0: Thomas?
3: Um, one thing you got to give to Vince McMahon, he gets creative in situations like this. I mean, granted, we never dealt with anything like this before,
0: but, you know, I'm
3: I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really do.
0: I'm sitting down the line with Noodles at the end there.
3: No, I love it. I'm all jacked up.
1: And like given the circumstances, right, we've all watched SmackDown, we're all watching Raw, and we can only do so much. You know, this is an opportunity for them to to maybe find these new matches that they can have going forward. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's time that they – Use any means necessary to try to get more viewers and and bring the boredom out of all the current situation it's hard enough for these guys to wrestle without fans so that they can make it more i guess in movie like in ways it'd, it'd be pretty exciting and, and be able to uh give a sense of more more realistic capabilities understanding that the fans aren't around
0: yeah, I think we're all in agreement here i think uh, i mean at this time i mean everyone could say it like we need something right and i'm I'm no, happy, I'm happy yeah. that there is something for us. We don't have sports. Uh, we don't have a lot of things going on right now. And I know it's hard for a, a lot of people to understand like why they would be doing this, why they're for, making wrestling essential. Uh, you can have your opinions on that, and I get that. Uh, but if they're able to separate it, like start like, pre-record things at certain times, and in this, in this environment, and it's so different that we, something we've never seen before. On top of the roof, I don't know how they're gonna shoot it. Or they get, like they mentioned, like working their way up, like through the building to the the roof for some certain matches. I believe I'm not sure what's like set in stone yet, but I'm definitely intrigued to see how they go along with these things. Um, and I trust just from seeing the boneyard match and the the Bray Cena match uh, with the cinematic. Touch they put put to it. I have like a, a lot of confidence as I do normally with WWE, but not just me. um uh, Anytime, any anytime
1: you you have a first of its kind, you're always you always should be intrigued. You sure. know what I mean? So it could it could be innovative, it could be a dud, but who cares? I mean, listen. At the end of the day, we got to respect the fact that they are trying to wrestle and perform for people because we really don't have anything like you were saying. Though. There's no sports, there's no nothing. Yeah. So and you know, for for at least I I truly believe they're losing money hand over fist because of all this. They're still going out there for the people to give them something, and that I have the utmost respect for.
0: Yeah, the money thing is definitely huge. Vince, I think Vince had they had their like quarterly phone call the other day, and he had mentioned like they don't know when they're going to get back into the live event business. Like they don't even know when that's going to happen. He was like, "It may not be in the near future." So like that's a lot. That they I know they don't sell out arena arena like after arena every day, but if they're not making money on those live events, then I mean they can't just solely rely on monday night row and smackdown in the network i mean it's gotta you gotta do other things they
1: can't Sponsorships sell enough t-shirts,
0: advertising you
1: know, t-shirts at, at uh you know buy one get one for a dollar ain't overcoming <laughs>
2: they're
0: gonna cut you know, it multiple, yeah. Multiple yeah. Tickets, yeah. you know what i
1: mean even if you fill an arena halfway you're still making profit off of that you know what i mean so yeah it's, it's something you know they really have no really i mean and at the end of the day too right the, the network's 9.99 i mean that's it was everyone thought that was kind of undersell to begin with but affordable for pretty much everybody but you take nine ninety nine and no ticket revenue, and you know a few shirts and some, uh you no, know, no one's buying seven thousand dollar championship belts. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, another couple things not to get into the shows yet this week, but uh, there's um, speculation of. I mean, I don't really want to go too deep into it because it's not anything, but like just to even harp on it real quick, the Velveteen Dream situation, uh, apparently some some younger girl reporting to these dirt sheets that he sent them like nudes and uh was like trying to interact with them sexually i mean he came out and said um that he he's denying everything at this point and i again like i don't really want to talk too much about it i just want to like acknowledge that it's out in the the uh social media aspect but uh I mean that has that can't be good. Just as like a, a a thing. Like remember what happened with Enzo. Like there was speculation that he did something and he's fired. So, Tom, what do you think about like that starting off?
3: I mean, if it's, I hope for his sake it isn't true. Because I mean, the dude definitely has a bright future ahead of him. With, you know, with every, NXT and the next couple, you know, years and everything. But in this country, innocent are proven guilty. So hopefully, you know, they look into it. I'm sure you know triple h and all the you know all the top people looking into it so hopefully hopefully nothing comes of it so but if he he did he's a fucking idiot so yeah very true only way around it so yeah that's tough that's tough jers i mean you know i I, when i think
2: of that leak i think of all the other leaks that kind of happened with celebrities and especially in wrestling i mean think about the rollins thing think about charlotte flair coming out the page stuff so it's like they didn't put their stuff out there for it to be seen by all. And I think that there's a lot of people that are really smart that are good hackers that can kind of hack into these iCloud accounts. And, you know, you know how catfishing is.
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. someone was actually
2: trying to use Velveteen as a catfish because they're obviously a wrestling fan and they're like, Oh, well, this guy, this guy can definitely get me something, or you know, even just sometimes these catfishing people. It's not even they want to even meet up with them. They just want to just get get off on having that interaction. So to be very honest, I kind of believe the guy. When you mess around with Kathy Kelly. You don't kind of yeah. go down. So in my eyes, <laughs> you, you, exactly. you've, already hit, you've already hit the pinnacle. But, uh, why why would pop, you downgrade?
0: No <laughs> so. Yeah, what, what kind of transition is Kathy Kelly to a 17-year-old random? Yeah, right? exactly. yeah. None. Yeah. None.
2: Yeah. So that's just that. That's my thought and input on it. To be honest, I don't think that he did it. I think that someone is really slick and he had a really crappy password. So update that password. Yeah. Change that. Add a couple yeah. characters and some numbers. Come on, Velveteen. You're better than that.
0: Anything to add, noodles?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would hope it's not true, man. I really, I really don't. I, I would, hard for me to imagine someone would be that silly. That's, you know, moved up the ranks and it could be the next hottest thing in wrestling, to throw it all away for something that you could easily get everywhere else under the, under the sun. You know what I mean? But I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt and let, let all the facts come out first before I commented on it. But, uh, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow because you know these people get put in situations that, you know, you don't, you think you're invincible, you know, and then you forget that sometimes you're bigger you're bigger than the average person and, and you, people can always take advantage of that situation. You know, they could have just been trying to get money out of him. whatever. It could be anything you never know. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know, it's hard to believe if you know that she's got a lot of information she seems to have already. So uh, I hope it's not true, but um, you know, only time will tell. But if it's, if there's any inclination of any possibility that he was involved in this situation, he's out of there. They're not even gonna bat an eye about it. Yeah.
0: And as Tom said, innocent until proven guilty. So like I said, um, we don't know enough, any information to even like decide what is like what happened and what didn't happen yet. So we will let that come out before we give a more solid uh, opinion on that. Um, any,
1: any, anything under under Kathy Kelly is just never going to cut it anyway. That's the yeah, top of the that's top. like top of the top
0: <laughs> cream of the crop there. Uh, very, shout out to Kathy Kelly uh, making her Netflix appearance on Black AF. Do you guys see that?
2: I saw the picture like, um, yeah, so, no, on well. the Wrestling Buzz Instagram. If anyone isn't following yeah. re- at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, it is on there. And, good plug. And it looks yes. good. Looks good. She looks good.
0: Yeah. So um, shout Always out to Kathy good. Kelly on that. Uh, unfortunately for uh, gamers this year, I believe it's confirmed that WWE 2K21 is canceled. Um, I personally don't play the game. I've heard I heard shitty things about 2K20. So, I guess whoever plays the game is going to have to deal with that for the remainder of the year and next year. Uh, and That's a big revenue
2: source. I mean, yeah, sure. that, yeah, that, yeah, hurts. that hurts. That when, hurts when you can't go to events and you can't go in person to things, you know, and they're trying to find ways to make money. I mean, video games, easy. Stay home. You have to be home to play. Well, not necessarily have to be home to play, but you're majority home playing it. That that hurts. That revenue stream, that definitely hurts. Them. <laughs> you're, you're I haven't you're played indoors it in, in a long time. So.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, would it be a logical reason why they're not doing it? I, I didn't like, really read it too much into why they want to do it. Is it because like, the production company can't make the game with the current situation? I'm not really I sure. Would think that, I
1: that. would think that's honestly yeah, the that's case. Well, I, just yeah, think, I, I don't think on. they can get, get enough people in there to put the final touches on it and gotcha, actually do okay. what they need to do behind the scenes. All right. Well, uh, that's, that's the only logical thing that would make sense because, I mean, if the game is done, it wouldn't stop it from going into stores and people buying it. You know, I just don't think they have the opportunity to complete it.
2: Gotcha. i mean i think personally that they they like almost treat like almost like movies right like the, the yeah. dc marvel movies where they wear mo-caps and they have a lot of the cgi kind of well, i do not say cgi but they have a lot of these those improved computer technologies that if you can't get the people in and you can't do that kind of stuff in person it may you may kind of have like a downgrade on it i mean that's how i would kind of compare it to i mean you know tom i know you're a big you're a big uh comic book guy like me so that's how i
3: compare i don't know if you have any thought yeah no i mean absolutely i mean they gotta scan them and everything i mean even though this past year's game was complete horse shit from the get-go i mean i heard i i mean you saw all the, the videos i posted all the glitches for it it was it was laughable i just couldn't believe how they could push that game through so hopefully we get a re you know different release like go back to smackdown versus raw those games are great
0: yeah i heard, I heard mentioned they maybe re-releasing an older game uh to like satisfy some fans maybe like a get uh, hopefully at a cheaper price or for free just to give some sort of satisfaction to people that are uh, big fans of the game you would think yeah, with mean, all those
1: all those bad reviews that uh, you know they would definitely make sure that this one is pristine, whatever direction they're exactly, gonna go because yeah. you can't yeah. you can't you can't do that again. It was almost like they rushed it out there without even doing the final run. Exactly, that's pretty bad. You know mean? So they yeah. you can't have that happen again, especially under these circumstances. They should go back to WrestleMania 2000 and 64. Exactly, uh, those no mercy, games.
3: <laughs> no mercy, best game ever. Those are great games.
0: Yeah. So uh, despite. Uh, certain belief here we actually do talk about other uh, promotions besides wwe um i just had a quick question about uh the current AEW uh one half of the tag team champions kenny omega um there's been like a nice back and forth on twitter about his current uh match last week on dynamite versus i want to get his name right alan angles who's apparently an enhancement talent um i didn't catch the match myself but just reading back and forth he apparently he had a, a tough time with him and like was he may the guy may have kicked out of his finisher and it was like a six seven minute match where the the, the, the quote-unquote enhancement talent almost like showed maybe getting over on Omega so I just want I mean we don't have to go too deep into this I just saw so it was a big thing between Meltzer and Ryan Satin on going back and forth on Twitter as usual um, what's I mean we got before AEW came along if you weren't familiar with the the talent that's over there Kenny is like quote like written down as one of the best wrestlers in the world he's currently one half the tag team champion so he has gold around his waist but he's not i from what i've seen he's not really getting uh, the booking that that one would say would be up to his caliber and now he's like going against enhancement talents almost coming up short hitting him with signature moves and like not finishing him off right away what do you got any thought on that like how if, is the booking incorrect like, is it okay because it's a different company like i don't know i just want to get your guys' thoughts on that noodles or whoever it doesn't matter.
2: yeah I was, I was just gonna say i mean it's you know when i think when i think of aw uh,
1: I, I, I no as
2: i was gonna say when i think of AEW, man I, I think they're a little bit top heavy right i think that a lot of their a lot of their better guys are, are top heavy and they don't have that kind of you know, that WWE length where they can kind of pull in some NXT guys or 205 guys to use as their quote-unquote enhancement talent, right? But we see it on a weekly basis where it happens in WWE where like some no-name quote-unquote local jobber is doing the job for, you know, for Braun or someone before he took over the title. So I think when, when you kind of compare it to AEW, I think it's almost like the same thing. But then think about the Omega thing. It's like the enhancement talent is on TV, right? And in this day and age, if you don't make, if you don't make yourself known – he may never get over so yeah. maybe he had his own agenda and to be honest I, I don't blame the guy if you're trying to say hey listen I'm going against one arguably one of the best in the world over any promotion at this current time why not try to screw it up a little bit especially when there are a lot of more eyeballs on AEW versus say maybe an independent promotion that's not being televised
0: no I agree I think get your shit in is a quote that's used a lot for independent wrestlers that just want to if they only have a few minutes on TV like they want to get all their stuff in so I mean I get it
3: you mentioned Meltzer. I got to know, did he give it a six-star rating in the match?
0: <laughs> you know,
3: being as Kenny Omega?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I from I what... Mean, it, I
3: love he, Kenny Omega, don't get me wrong, but just, every, you know, the guy could do anything, and it'd be a, the best match he's ever
0: seen. Yeah, just to, a little more detail. From what it looked like he was saying, like, there was arguments back and forth. If Kenny was in WWE and he was going up against an, an enhancement talent and had a struggle, they would be, like, like bitching and complaining by everybody. And I mean, I don't want to come off to one side here, but I have my thoughts on Meltzer and that certain, uh, um, like that certain group of fans over there. But they, it's 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 always back and forth. You're never going to get like it's almost like politics, and I hate to bring up politics, yeah. but like it's kind of one side or the other. You're never going to get like the same opinion. You can't please everybody. No, exactly. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, when you look at AD,
1: AEW's roster, same before they are very top heavy right i mean to meet this jericho then you go down the ladder by 10 rungs and then there's everybody else and then you can go if you can build anybody going up any, any any name that you have that you have an opportunity to develop any star in any way possible by kicking out of a big finisher or whatever that's great and i have all the respect in the world for someone taking it upon himself to try to make a name for himself given the circumstances right i mean if you're the tag team champion let's be real right you're a tag team champion so you're not really the cream of the crop at that moment in your booking so you should relax a little bit and just you know try to develop somebody, maybe build a feud down the line for a title, something, but give a guy an opportunity because you need some names. You need some draws there.
0: Yeah. And I think that's to, to that point, I think that's uh, being on Kenny's side. I think that's what they were trying to do was get the other talent over a little bit, maybe make a name for himself. Um, and I, that's, I just wanted to hear you guys' opinion on that.
1: Kenny's not Braun Strowman where, where it's realistic, where you go out there and you squash guys, you know, he's a regular sized guy like the rest of us. So there's believability there. So you got to take an opportunity to use his platform to be able to rub anybody. He won the match, right? At the end of the day, as long as you don't lose the match, you're winning. You're all right. Yeah.
0: Who knows what kind of plans?
1: Yeah, it's okay to make someone look a little strong. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're winning, you're you're still keeping your status as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, and as far as I mean, as, as what I believe was said, I don't think the guy is signed to AW, which doesn't matter anyway, but like for, they don't maybe they have plans for this guy and they want to make him. I don't know, it's well, maybe like he's
1: trying to he's the guy's trying to get a job. So I have, I have, especially in times like this, man. I'm all for it, man. Good to him,
0: yeah. yeah. No, good. Um, he's still
1: he's, he's still he's
0: still laid down right at the end of the day. He did, he, he, did. Got, he did the quote unquote job, he yeah. did the deed.
2: <laughs> and whether and not- know, Joey, I, I wanted to actually ask you because I know you, you had you put this up on Twitter again, WrestleBuzz on Twitter or no good yeah. no good it was my go. personal personal, oh, twitter. personal twitter okay uh, yeah. joseph
1: crush is it joseph crush
0: joseph underscore crush
1: there oh, we go yeah, that's right
2: <laughs> um mike bennett um formerly known as mike Canellis mm. in wwe he had a nice interview right can you go can you chat about that a little bit i actually wanted to kind of follow up with you about that when he said yeah. about putting people over and that yeah, it's so, not always about doing the job
0: yeah so it was a clip from uh uh shorn rossap and mike Canellis had an interview Ah, it was a few days ago. And uh, it's on the Instagram and Twitter uh, for Wrestle, or no, Instagram for WrestleBuzz and my Twitter Joseph Joseph Crush. Uh, he basically said in, in short term, like it's not about if win or loss, it's about getting on TV, especially in WWE. Like just because you're on you you lose the match or whoever you lose to is could be someone better than you, you the time you get on TV that, that means they're investing something in you they want you there they want you to represent the product so like there there's i believe and from what he's saying a professional wrestler that's in the business there's a, min, a misconception from fans that think just because a guy loses on tv to certain another talent he's either getting buried or he's doing he's jobbing out so i mean i can only take this from certain wrestlers that actually experience it and take that as as more of a a factual point than me just assuming, oh, he's getting dropped out, he's getting buried. Um, You could say like Ricochet, he's not as successful as people would want him to be. But uh, not talking about his current situation in the tag team with Cedric, but, like, leading up to this, people were saying, oh, he's getting buried because he's not, like, a fucking WWE champion. It doesn't mean – it's not the right way re- to represent that term. And as fans, even though we've all been fans for 30 years, I st- I still, like, try to hold back and using that as someone getting buried or someone getting a job. Like, I feel like we don't have a right – Like it's like, it's like us going into the mafia and, like, dropping, like, mafioso terms. Like, we don't – who are we? Like, we're just fans we can think we deserve the right to, we can quote, be unquote, unquote entitled to saying whatever we want. We pay the money for this. But I mean, at the end of the day, if it come, if it comes from people that actually live it and work in, in the company, especially a guy like Mike Canales, who was, you could super argue that he was being not like underutilized and quote unquote buried for him to come out and say, that's not right. Or it's not the right utilization. Then, I mean cool. you gotta take it from him. I'll right? do it.
1: I'll just go. Um can I can I interject there? Absolutely. All right, where, where I'm coming from is people people sometimes don't aren't able to like in Ricochet's example, they're not able to separate the two companies, right? NXT is different than WWE. WWE is the cream of the crop. All right, this is the top of the mountain. If you're there, you're a part of the best of the best per se, right? There's no correlation just because you're really good at NXT. You get to go to WWE and become the man. Like, it's almost like you have to forget about NXT in a way, right? You yeah. build your name there, but you don't automatically get to the top of the mountain and become a champion just because of what you've done in NXT. So, and a guy like Canellos, right? Well, Bennett per se, he's talking about from a, a regular wrestler's point of view, right? He's celebrated for getting TV time, right? He's doing his job. Yes. When you say, when you call someone who's getting out, is getting job or getting hosed, you got to talk about someone that, that's been there, and then all of a sudden he gets bet, knocked down all the way down to the bottom in that, in that level. Like if Strowman lost the title uh, tomorrow to some no-namer, and then all of a sudden he's wrestling in mediocre matches or wrestling on the underscore, that's getting job. But if you're on the main, the main card with regularity, you're doing all right. And people have to separate the NXT and all what you've done in the past because it's almost a clean slate when you get to WWE, and you got to start
3: all the way over again for the most part.
0: Thomas? Uh, yeah, no, I
3: agree. Absolutely. I mean, I forgot who he was talking about. I remember seeing an interview with Daniel Bryan years ago. And he said, you know, there's some guys that just clearly want to collect a paycheck and don't care. I, I just can't remember what he was talking about. But, you know, they just want to go out there, you know, be on TV for like a couple seconds and then, you know, just do whatever. But it just seems like um, what Canellis was saying was, you know, he can't please everybody, unfortunately. You know, if you think he's going to, you know. You think he's getting, you know, buried and everything. I mean, it's everyone's opinion, obviously, you know. So, I mean, if he's happy with what he was doing, then, you know, he seemed like he was happy with it. So,
1: I would think most guys would be pretty happy, though, collecting a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, whether they're on TV or not. You know what I mean? Like, these people are getting paid handsomely to not wrestle. And some people are okay with that. And then there are others that want to be the best in the world. And I respect that drive. And and you should want to be the best. But you shouldn't (laughs) knock that or hold it against somebody who's comfortable with what they are. Some people don't want to be stars. Some people don't want to wrestle forever, but they'll use it to, you know, to make that money and and support their life for as long as they can. But, you know, but there's a big difference between people who want to be a champion and people who are just, you know, like Zack Ryder was pretty, seemed like he was pretty cool just doing house shows.
0: <laughs> oh, taking a shot. <laughs> you just lost the shot. All right. Uh, Jersey, Look, I don't, to... I,
1: it, w- it wasn't meant to be like a personal attack, but like you awesome. know, some uh, guys are okay with that.
3: Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> He
1: got his WrestleMania moment. And how many people can say they won they won a major title at one at the biggest event of all time?
3: That's true. Um, I remember, and he that was won, a good moment. That he, was a good moment. He two
0: WrestleMania moments. He won tank yeah, that, the tag as
1: well. So like, for sure, but boom. that one that one was the pinnacle. To stand on the ladder in front of fucking eighty thousand people holding the title doesn't get more epic than that. And I don't yeah, care well, where it is.
0: <laughs> then loses the next night, but whatever. Uh, Jerry, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, finish yeah. off your point <laughs> there. No, I was just I was just going
2: to say that. You know, when I think of this, I think of all sports. Right? You you can't you, you think of it like you have supporting actors and act- you have like supporting bench players. You have all these other people that kind of bring the whole thing together. You can't really have a roster, righteous. right? Yeah. You can't have a roster of quote unquote, you know, I mean, we'll say in today's product, a bunch of Seth Rollins is, or, you know, Braun Strowman's the whole time. Cause otherwise you're not going to kind of have that, that sort of, that transition of matches to more main event matches or more middle card matches and things like that. You don't get that when you have all those high end talents. So you do need people to kind of put others over. So just like in anything, movies, sports, sports entertainment, I think you have to have that. So, you know, I, I I think he was right saying it.
0: Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like I said, it's coming from the source there. uh, Some guy that's lived it. Right. Um, And I believe that, like Noodle said, like, if you – unless you're getting, like, like Strowman, if you lose the belt tomorrow to some nobody and then gets fucking thrown into the kickoff show, the next pay-per-view, I think that could be – I mean, granted, you're still on TV or maybe not even on TV anymore. Like, I mean, there's there's a difference between, like, Kanellis was on TV, like, for a couple times and, like, never really used. They couldn't find maybe what they really wanted to do with him. It's just hard as a fan for – to find ways to like try to like think we know what we're actually talking about when it comes to it. Like we have our opinions, but like to say he's definitively getting buried. It's just, I think it's a reach to me. I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, you don't know what the plan is, what they have. Right. And, and sometimes guys are put in positions to, you know, play a character that doesn't, doesn't catch. Right. And a lot of that is on the wrestler too. Like sometimes you got to be able to creative and, and make the best of the situation. Right. There's been guys that have been really good no matter what they've been thrown into. Look at um, Sandow. I mean, every role he yeah. was put into, the guy was excellent, and he yeah, got over, true. But, that true. They, but, they, but they pushed that guy right back down to where they wanted him to be. Not everyone has that ability, you know, to make anything that they have work, and sometimes it, you know, you got to put some, you know, you got to put some blame on the wrestlers too, man, you, you know, that they can't, they can't work with the character parameters that they're given, and that's not, you know, that's not always a shot at them, but sometimes it's just not, not catching, you know, you need something to catch, the, ca- capture the audience, not everything works
0: yeah i think by now if like coming into this company uh wb if you don't realize like coming from an uh a lower level standpoint if you don't realize the what could possibly happen to your character then don't like then why like you you should know what's going to happen like you there's a possibility you get re you get cut up and new name new look and everything but you're going into it like because you want to be in WWE. but like then Mm -hmm. when you get there you're like oh they're not letting me do whatever i want and then i'm gonna bitch about it that's like the vibe that's as coming mm -hmm. from me that's what i get from people that go there it's like you know what you're going into well there's two reasons why you go there right you go there for the opportunity to become one of the biggest stars if you believe in your talent and ability and
1: you want that fat paycheck that you're not going to get in any other wrestling brand that's the bottom line
0: and it's a great fucking it's a it's the um it's like a stepping stone it's like just in case it doesn't look like what other people made out it's of like it. ma- it's it's making
1: the big leagues It's what yeah. it is you're, you're making yeah. the major leagues
0: the exposure that you get over there even if it's like one time on tv like i know mike cannell more than i would someone that's in ring of honor because he was on WWE. Oh, no question like, a doubt, yeah. you're, gonna, you're always
1: going to remember their name right you always remember seeing somebody that wrestled on monday night raw
0: period oh yeah and like it whether or yeah. not you go you you leave WWE and go to AEW or uh tna or whatever even if you're doing like indie shots like look at ryback i mean he was there for a minute and he was on tv a lot like he was making bank on ind- independent shows like after he left so it helps you out in the long run like to get your your name out there whether or not your time there was the greatest time of your life that's a dime a dozen it's not going to happen to everybody
1: for sure and, and listen no one mcmahon's history right i mean if you're, if you're successful in another promotion he takes a lot of satisfaction in bringing you over rebranding you and if yeah. you don't work, it doesn't matter, right? I'm I'm almost 100 percent convinced that he signed AJ Styles just for the sake of saying, "Oh, I got AJ Styles." He's never in a million years envisioned him becoming the big cheese like he's become. Yeah, he dude. hasn't because none yeah. of those other guys have really done that. In any other promotion, he's brought over, he almost like enjoys the fact that he can bury somebody from another company. Like he likes that.
0: Yeah, I think it, it looks really- like. I'm sorry, Tom, you?
3: No, no, I mean, look what he did with Sting at WrestleMania against Triple H. I mean, it was one – people were saying that was his last shot at burying WCW. You know yeah. I'm gonna take Oh, yeah. Your, your but, icon, I mean, that, I'm okay with that. You, know
1: you lost to Triple H, and that was that – to me, that was perfectly done. There was no other way, really. Unless Sting was going to come back for more, that was the only way that was that was really going to end after really thinking about it after it happened.
2: Well, did you watch on the network that – um the untold story with Sting and um, WrestleMania that he – I mean, I guess – you know, again, maybe they're pulling the strings behind the scenes, but he pretty much said that he was okay with kind of how the match went down, that that's what you remember. Because if I would have won, would you really, I guess, remember how everything else went down, that he was happy to kind of do what was done, and WO versus DX and, you know, Icon versus Icon. And he was going into whole detail about it. And I was like, okay, he convinced me because I felt how Tom felt. I was like, how do you not put Sting over?
3: Yeah. I mean, it sounded like Sting
2: was, was fine with it, but – you know, I, I, can
0: all, I can only imagine yeah, the fucking fat paycheck that he received, too. Oh, oh, him, oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, I,
1: re- I rewatched that match, like, maybe a couple weeks ago, and I texted Joey right after. And then watching it like this, you know, this is, I think, it was my third time watching it, but really analyzing it and was like, wow, that was actually done perfectly, perfectly. It couldn't end in any, any other better way. You brought every major star of, that, of that, that era of wrestling that we all grew up in loving, NWO, DX. And then you had Triple H and Sting. It was, it was perfect, I thought. And it, wasn't it, was no, a, it was the only way to go over was Triple H winning because WCW don't exist anymore. And that's was, the reality of it.
0: It wasn't about the finish, though. It was about the whole culmination of, like, bringing that, like what you for just sure. did. It, it, The X 7 Yeah. Like, it, if, if you're more focused, I understand, like, what you're saying, like, well, uh, how'd Sting not go over? I didn't get it either. I would have put my money on Sting 100% all the way. But the fact at the end of the day is that we – look. At, I can go back. I love watch, re-watching that match. It's so it's much. It's fun. excellent. It's excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the little buildup they had and like everything that came to it, the finish didn't fucking matter. Come on.
2: No, it was all about the spectacle, and, and yeah, Sting even sure. said it himself. So I was I actually after listening to him say it, it kind of convinced me. It made me feel it's, better.
1: It's it's symbol, it symbolized the whole era, right? I mean, it was DX versus NWO, and NWO faded, DX won, WWE won, yeah. and that and that put that story to real life exactly how it went yeah out.
0: it was kind of like recreating what we've already been through like there was
1: exactly and for people our age it was the greatest shit ever so it yeah. doesn't get any better uh-huh. than
0: that and you could one could only hope like now that we've seen these cinematic matches and who knows the next time we're going to be able to have a live crowd um i would if they can get it together i would love to maybe get a sting Undertaker thing really. now
3: we- yeah, that'd be pretty cool. They teased
2: it. They teased it again yeah. on the network on one of those shows. They it's did.
1: one of the only it's, – it's, it's honestly, it would be the best way for both of them, really, at this stage of the game. right? Sting's – you know, after the injury with Rollins, you know, he was pretty banged up for a while where he might not have been able to walk again, you know? So, that and then, you know, Taker at this stage of the game is a little bit limited. So, to be able to put them both in a situation like that where they can both look great and succeed, I think it would be, be a home run. <laughs>
0: I agree. Give us that. <clears throat> yeah, I would yeah. take
1: it 100%. It's, it's what everyone wanted for the last 30 years. So, yeah, it'd be amazing.
0: And that'd I'm sure they would me, they, Both. I know, Sting, I, know,
1: I know Sting wants nothing more than to have that match. And if I know Taker as much as we have, he's all about the business and doing what's right, he'd be all for it.
0: And I think as, as fans, long as they can
1: make it work. As long as they can make it work in the circumstance. If you're asking to put on a 20-minute match and, and do the do like they did back in the 90s, that's just you're yeah, asking for no, trouble. Not, you're asking
3: for
0: yeah, trouble. No. All right, so we here at the Wrestling Journal Podcast, we don't like to uh, recap every single event that happened on every single show during the week of wrestling. We're um, talking we like,
2: guys. We do like, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> talking guys. We, uh,
0: <laughs> we're points. Um, I do want to transition over to, quote-unquote, burials and jobbing. Um, a lot of, again, people on, on the social medias uh, aren't happy with the way – and I before I get into this, I disagree 100. percent But maybe that's just me being a shill. Um, always, always, no one better. <laughs> the Chinese so, of the bunch. <laughs> so on Raw, there's been a lot of question on how they're representing uh, Zelina Vega's faction of three of the trio she has there with uh, um, Andrade Garza and Austin Theory. Uh, and it, it, people believe that Drew. They're getting the Roman Reigns treatment with with Drew um and i don't know if you guys had took a peek on raw this week um ray uh no i'm sorry Al- alistair black beat fear f- to get to the money in the bank match um that
2: had to be awkward for her
0: yeah that was weird yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, <laughs> especially, especially <laughs> the stare down on the <laughs> ramp yeah that was <laughs> great yeah. that was, great. <laughs> that was great. my god was she's,
1: she's, she's she's so hot though she's ridiculous but anyway go ahead sorry yeah,
0: that's all right um i believe <laughs> uh andrade beat uh tozawa which is actually a pretty solid match yes and then did. drew went over garza in the main event but then after after that i think drew laid out all three so i mean personally when you're trying to build up your your wb champion uh your your top guy you 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 have him go over heels i think just like the business i mean or the, the booking. i mean i don't know if there's anything wrong with that i don't believe there is what do you guys think
2: I mean, I'll jump in on this one. So, you know, I'm watching NXT maybe
0: uh,
2: roughly two or three months ago. You know, don't quote me on the timeline. And Angel Garza is down at NXT, and he's doing great things, right? He's having fa- – I mean, that ma- the, the back-and-forth matches with Leo Rush down there were literally fantastic. I don't know if you excellent. guys have a chance excellent. to see yeah. those. No, it was oh, my right. God, Spot they were great. Mm-hmm. To Fast forward three months later, and for have him – to be main eventing with the WWE champion, I think is only a testament to how good he is and how much faith they have in him. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I mean, if I'm sure for him, dude, you were NXT who has a lot of viewers. I mean, they have over like 800,000, roughly 900,000 viewers on a weekly basis. They always put those Nielsen reports out to being on the main show, the biggest show of the week when it comes to wrestling weekly to main event with, with Drew McIntyre. And he didn't even look bad and he looked good. So I don't think it was a burial at all. Yeah, you you need to make Drew look like a stud. But at the end of the day, you have to put in competent talent. And the fact that they have confidence in him, even with a loss, I think it looked fine.
3: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, look back in the day when Stone Cold was taking on the corporation and all the guys he was facing. I mean, was he burying those guys? No. It just, it's what a guy, the champion, does. I mean, you got to make him look good. So,
0: I don't think they buried him at all. Nudes. There, Nicholas. He looks frozen. He does look frozen. I mean, you can't,
1: you can't have Lesnar dominating fashion. And then now, voice.
0: There we go. Voice. All right, well, he's back. What yeah. I was saying is,
1: you can't. My bad, guys. Uh, you can't, you can't have the 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 champion, the, one of the hottest champions in wrestling, by the way, uh, over the last couple of months with his run with Brock Lesnar, to beat Brock Lesnar in dominating fashion in pretty much less than two minutes to go out on Monday Night Raw and lose to Angel Garza. I mean, you can't honestly realistically believe that as a fan you might like Garza and everyone does
2: I love Garza and, and I his love his fucking sign. music
1: but he got his moment he got his moment and it shows it shows the build of where they're going that's what that's what you're looking for if you think that he was going to go in there and beat Drew McIntyre don't watch wrestling that's really what it yeah. comes down to
0: don't be an idiot all right so th- I think and just to play devil's advocate I believe the spec the thing was why you even put them against if you're going to have them lose and I'm not agreeing with this what could you got? could they line up somebody else for drew to smack up or like but i think you take the top the top heels right now that they have with this whatever is going on they're not really dealt with every single person in the company down there so like if they had those three guys down there already they're top heels you put them against the biggest baby face and you haven't beat them i don't understand it's a build up to like him ruling as a champion like you said whoever he's going to go against he's beating he just fucking destroyed lesnar mania why it, it's yeah, it for makes sure. sense, it's logic,
3: and I don't think they're burying. Listen, they're gonna have their time with gang Hayman up on for him for a while.
0: Right? Hello, <laughs> you go, Tom.
3: No, I was just saying, you know, Heyman, you know, he's running things. I mean, he brought up Austin Theory. I mean, Austin Theory was in NXT for what two seconds, and he's like he likes this kid, so I don't think they're gonna bring him up just to bury him that quickly, you know what I mean? So, I just, I I think they're doing the right thing with those guys. They really do. So, see what happens.
0: Yeah, as a wrestling fan, I don't, see, I don't look at them any differently than I did in NXT or before that. I see them as, pro- like, a serious progression here. Without all- doubt.
1: You, can't, you can't go out there in, in your first few matches and you, you beat the champ. I mean, that, that just de- decredits everything you're trying to do. And right now, they're trying to build something and build some storylines because we don't know when things are going to turn around to where they can actually have real storylines that you can, you can take the bait, hook, line, and sinker
0: good point good point all right so a couple other points from raw um i mean i we got enough of noodles talking already but he's about to blow up right now um he's the don la greco of our show yes 70% of the time. bianca belair had a uh had a solid squash match my bad guys my bad against uh santana garrett um but we had a interesting commentary uh Approach from the street profits, um, Nick. I'm, I mean, I'll just let you run away with this one.
1: No, I don't even want to. You know how I feel about it. I, I, well, the horrific. people,
0: the people don't know how you feel about it, so let them Give them rip it. Go ahead. Uh, it was Go
1: it was the it, worst wor- the worst thing I ever seen. Thirty seconds and the TV was off. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do yeah. it. Can't listen to that crap. I had we to took say e- took everything away from Bianca in that match. It was it was just so devalued everything and just a wannabe new day moment. Terrible, terrible.
0: Did anyone and and see and I like any my, I thought it was worse,
1: it was
2: worse than a new day moment. I mean they, no, they there were tra- wasn't a point trying where to be like funny it, it was no, I know, it, it, but was,
1: it wasn't funny, it was just awful, awful.
2: I kind of wanted to stop at certain points. It was It was cringeworthy for me to be so honest: the,
1: It was so over the top. it was just like, all right, the horse was dead 30 seconds in, like all right, enough. at least like when Nikki Cross did it, it was funny.
0: or Oscar, I don't know about that one.
1: Okay. When she was doing, when she was doing the Oscar dance on the table, I thought that was funny. It wasn't it was bad,
0: fun. but her her uh her her, vo- her vocals weren't the the greatest. There, no, that's tough. Yeah, she she's got an
1: accent, though. You know, Joey, yeah. I know I know how you feel about accents.
0: I have no feeling for accents. <laughs> <so>, uh... <laughs> All right, I guess we got enough of that. Uh, yeah, so like I said, Drew over Garza. Drew's dominating. We're getting him versus Seth at Money in the Bank. Uh, I mean, I think that's like a. Everyone knew that was going to happen. Coming out of Drew winning, his next challenger would probably be Seth. Got to give him a big feud.
2: Got to give him a big feud uh, to keep him going.
0: I think right now, as we stand with the current winners of the qualifying matches, uh, the men's Money in the Bank match stands at Apollo Crews, Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan, and we'll get into King Corbin winning on uh, last night on SmackDown, and then there's still one open spot left. we don't have to go into to predictions. Anyone have any idea, like what, how you want this to go, Jersey? Uh,
2: uh I mean, I kind of hope that I kind of hope they give someone who hasn't had it a chance. I'm o- I'm always for that, but then at the same time, when you're kind of limited on the wrestlers that you're using on a weekly basis and how you can kind of develop storylines based on who you have in the building and who you don't have in the building, I think, I think it kind of ties their ties their hands a little bit you know where they could have kind of gave someone a chance but now at this point you need to really worry about viewership because that's kind of where you're making the money um uh, i don't know i don't know i'm I, I don't know what way i would go or who i kind of hope to go yeah um i don't know if you have a better thought guys i just i'm just trying to think but i think with the pandemic it kind of throws off maybe their initial plans I would hope for a young guy. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see Alistair do it. I think that he'd be like a dangerous money in the bank guy to kind of have the, uh, the, the briefcase. And I think an Alistair-Drew thing would be a pretty, pretty um, hard-hitting affair.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I think, I mean, as a fan, right, I think he would want Alistair uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I think he's ready. Do they think he's ready is another question. Uh, he's definitely going to be at his spots in that match to look to look like the man. But I just feel like with everything going on, I think the the safe route would probably be Corbin, to be honest. Everyone yeah. hates him, you know what I mean? He's I know he's I think he's won one before, right? Was he a Money in the Bank winner?
0: Yeah, but he yeah. lost he lost it. The right, yep. cash in. Uh, just, the John, I just think with, with,
1: with Drew as 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 the champion right now. I you know I feel like a heel would probably win it. Uh, and the fact that with Corbin, you can kind of do a lot of different things. Where if he won it sneakily, right, he make it. Make it look good. You can start another feud to, to put another champion over at some point. You know, you're not going to have Mysterio and those guys do it again. So, to me, it's neither of those two. Daniel Bryan's been the champion enough times. He don't need it. So, I just – he's there to help make the match look great. I think it's between those two guys. Unless it's unless the secret guy, the last guy, is – uh Yeah, who
0: you know, knows who's the last guy. So. Who, who knows yeah, who that's yeah, that's what I was going
3: to say. It all depends on who that last guy is. I mean, I think Alistair would be pretty cool. Him and McIntyre, I mean – I mean, but like I said, it all depends on who that last person is going to completely change the whole scenario, so.
0: Yeah, and they've been known to, like, I I would love Alistair to get it. Um, I'm a, just a huge fan of his anyway, but uh, I think there's a chance to turn a guy heel, too. It doesn't always have to be the heel. Just because he's a heel, when he wins it, he doesn't necessarily have to, like, go forward as, like, a babyface can win it and just turn heel. We've seen it before with, like, Punk and whoever. It kind of, like, starts their heel run going forward. Um yeah, I think depending on who that last guy is, I'd love to see Alex to get it. I think uh, – I don't know if Ray – I don't know. Ray wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah, DB's yeah. had it already. He can – I mean, he can go with that again if he'd want. Uh, Corbin would be fun if he didn't get it already. Um, yeah, no like – Apollo Crews, I mean, yeah, but I don't know what they've seen him. they have They haven't really showcased him a lot. So, I think he's one of the ones that, like, is there for the match, like a Kofi would be. Uh, back in the day, or like maybe they're just running out of guys they, to choose. Like, he'd bring some athleticism to the good match. wrestler, though. Really yeah, really wrestler. good, really good. Yeah, just hasn't found his uh, that niche, I guess you could say. Um, Touché. yeah, so I'm not gonna drag on through uh the other shows too much longer. Uh, NXT, if you guys watched, I think the main thing to come out of NXT this week um, was the whole about that promo. Whew. oh yeah. yeah oh my
2: god candace and johnny wrestling mm-hmm. man that was good yeah, yeah. it was it was so sorry weird. i just i just had to just throw that out there you've no, right? so nice. been I, a when fan I, of johnny wrestling uh, <laughs> i'm a big fan of johnny wrestling and i like the fact that they're they're almost going to do a quote-unquote husband-wife semi-team up down there to try to kind of get themselves over to kind of they said you know, we're going to go after the titles until I'm um, dubbed you know until nxt and you know men and women's champion i just I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think it was good cinema work and they just need to keep pushing this because this is the situation they kind of have, you know, you have to capitalize. I loved it.
1: Can you change his music yet?
2: Not yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Uh, yeah, man, sure, oh, man. Yeah. it's the
1: worst she's, in wrestling.
0: She's gonna yeah. have to. Ch- she's gonna have to change uh, her music too. It's pretty. They're yeah. both. pretty I know, like, but his, his, oh, his, is. Is, his is the worst. His, his
1: makes Randy Orton sound like the Beatles, and that's awful. I don't <laughs> mind Gargano's. I
0: don't mind Gargano's music for, when he was a babyface. It's nice to. Look yeah, babyface is
1: good. Yeah, doing Yeah, his, but you're, doing you're, you're an emo up. guy, Joey. You know, you were an emo <laughs> guy back in
0: the day. <laughs> it is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I like that the, they're taking advantage of. I don't know if they would normally have done that promo with that with the current situation but these cinematic things are pulling out now is like maybe they've realized this is what we should have been doing the whole time i like the way they the, It had a really dark uh side to it uh i loved it i loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. so i mean i hope this brings something out of them going forward um we're gonna have i mean if he's going for the NXT championship maybe he goes he goes through guys on his way there but I. i mean we got uh probably cole versus dream coming up soon so who knows where that's gonna go um hopefully we do <laughs> yeah hopefully eh, eh. yeah with, with dream uh so eh. yeah, a, a, big, a big thing coming out of this week was all the releases from last week uh drake maverick being like one of the most uh ones represented on social media with this video that he put out um he's currently still wrestling uh and they're kind of almost cap one would say capitalizing on his release with emotional promos and like he's doing he has to like he has to win this type deal for the cruiserweight championship in that tournament a lot of again a lot of mixed feelings from certain fans on social media what do you guys think about the current uh like utilization that they're going through with him like using his release as possibly a storyline uh tom what do you think about that I mean, definitely interesting. I mean, I was hearing—I don't know if it's true or not—that
3: maybe, depending on how everything happens, maybe they bring him back down the line, supposedly, see what kind of reaction he gets. So, I mean, I've always liked him. I mean, I liked him in TNA when he was Rockstar Spud. I mean, the guy's a character. He definitely is, you know. So, I, I feel for him. I mean, I mean, you see the emotion he got in that video and everything. The guy, the guy just does what he does. I mean, like I said, I'll be hope, hope, hope they can bring him back eventually. So,
2: cheers. That was really real. I mean, the fact that they used the video on NXT that he put on his personal social media and got that emotional, I mean, that kind of told me a little something that maybe they have a little faith in him. And to be very honest, as this pandemic changes day to day, week to week, you never know if he has a really good showing in the, in the NXT uh, Cruiserweight Tournament. And even if he doesn't win the thing, but he has, just has a good showing, they could possibly bring him back as, you know, as a talent down at NXT. You know, you you never know, you know, we're, this is changing day to day, week to week. So when this cruiseway thing is over and they look back and they see maybe the viewership and they see, you know, what kind of support behind the guy, they're all about social media interactions, right? At this point, that's how they're kind of measuring the interaction is social media interactions, hashtags, Instagram, Twitter, if he blows up, that could change a little bit.
1: No doubt. It's
0: awesome. Yeah. I think that's for and for his sake. That's what he has to fight for right now. I think that's what he's trying to do when he when he says, "I have to do this." I mean, we all know he doesn't have to win this tournament for him to. I was it's predetermined. They already know who they want the cruiserweight mm-hmm. championship champion to be, but he needs to get get himself over. And I think it's work. I mean, it's definitely working. Is the rele- people are questioning? Is the release of work? Did they know this the whole time they were going to do this, or now are they just utilizing it as views and like giving us hope that he will sign or they they will re-sign him. Or was he ever fired in the first place? Like who the fuck knows?
1: Everyone loves real emotion. So
0: yeah, and we got yeah, it. We got, you can got get it from him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, NXT ended. It was just a tag team match. Uh, Keith Lee got hurt. Uh, him and Damian Priest are obviously going somewhere with it for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, it was Dream versus uh, Cole and Roddy, and Dexter Loomis popped out. Uh, and helped ended up joining the tag team match. I don't know I thought that was pretty fun. I'm a big fan of Loomis. I've, I like the vibe they got from him. It's different. Um, I know he's no, he's not the next uh, Hulk Hogan, but he's definitely. I think if they build him up and uh, believe in his character, that can that can like be a, a weird one to get over. Cheers.
2: I mean he's he's unique as they come. I mean, yeah. God, we you know how creepy with those eyes. And I feel like when his theme song played, I was I felt like it was like the stranger Thing uh, stranger things theme song <laughs> yeah. in a little like yeah. a little bit of tweak. Like yeah. I feel like there's like they kinda use a little bit of that and they tweaked his for his entrance music. Um, I mean the guy's talented in the ring, right? He's believable. He looks he looks the part, he acts the part, he is the part. And in this day and age, you kinda have to hit on all three buckets. You have to be good in the ring, look the part and act the part to be able to kinda be a full fledged I don't want to say superstar, but a full-fledged star. Um, I think personally, I think run with it, right? Absolutely. You know, you have guys going up and down and going on different shows, and you kind of need other talent to kind of step up. This is this is the time, and to be honest, the fact that he's even getting this kind of rub, you know, I mean, two weeks ago he was he was on the on the stage when the Undisputed Era was in the ring and they were wrestling um, the tag match, and then same thing this past week. So, to be honest, I kind of like it. You know, I think it's good. And he was actually pretty decent in TNA. Um, I think his name was Sam Shaw, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, Samuel Shaw. Quote or it, like don't
2: that. quote me. Yeah. yeah, I think that was it. So I, I think the guy had talent, and I think I, I kind of like it, you know? It's a good rub.
0: Yeah, so the, the match ended. Uh, I think Dream went over. Um, it looks like they're going that that route with him versus Cole uh, for the, the championship. Um, just quick move into SmackDown. They, I know a couple of guys didn't get to watch it last night, but I'll just kind of give you an update. Uh, Lacey went over Sasha for a Money in the Bank spot. Corbin went over Drew Gulak, who I thought would have been a nice little touch to that match, but I guess Corbin makes sense to, to even out the heels and faces uh, for a spot. Um, it looks like the Forgotten Sons are getting that push for the tag team championships. I know there's a couple tag teams in the mix, but they're the ones that basically put down New Day last night. Um, they, they're really making a push. I mean – was this I guess there were the one of the media call-ups call from NXT um just quick hits on those on those guys get Noodles, do you have any uh knowledge of the Forgotten Sons I know you're not really a big uh you know you're on mute actually minimally, so, so, yeah, so, so, minimally. Pass, pass,
1: that, pass that on to my boy Canali.
0: All right, Canuel what do you think <laughs> Forgotten Sons?
3: I mean, I like the look of them. I mean, I like the whole thing. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, they get, maybe they just the next three-man tag team, like New Day was, you know, but heels, obviously. So, I mean, like I said, I like the look of them. So hopefully, you know, they push them the right way. They don't bury them like they've been doing some other guys, you know, when they come up to SmackDown, like uh, Sanity. I mean, that was just – that was just horrible. Um, I think had was, so um, much potential. That was, that yeah. was
0: tough. I and mean, all <laughs> those
3: guys had so much potential, so.
0: I think you get more of a badass and real feel from these guys than you did sanity. I think it plays off more like with a talent that can get over nowadays. I, I mean, I don't want to say I have a lot of faith in them because I know I'll get fucking dragged down by noodles, but I do oh, have. Yeah, I, 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 I love <laughs> that. Any, anyone I love turns a shit. So I'm, I hate to say it, but I do. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Forgotten Sons. Um, I, I believe everything they do. Like they're hard hitting. It looks fucking like it hurts, man. And Jersey, like,
1: mark Jersey, mark this down.
0: <laughs> April twenty fifth, <25th>, twelve <laughs> eleven p.m.
1: The forgotten sons will be forgotten, and not too,
0: not too and <laughs> I have a feeling you're a big fan too. So I'm gonna, I know you got. No, I opinion.
2: do, I do like them. I like Jackson Riker, or as he was in TNA. Um, oh God, what was Brand? his name in TNA? No, 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 he wasn't Brandon TNA. Wasn't he? I forgot his name in TNA. Um, either, either way, he looks legit. He looks like the real deal, right? So, yeah. I think that if hopefully they take their time with them right you know they're not going to be that tag team to stick out like the new day does or like aop was until they got kind of hurt and things like that like they don't have like that like draw appeal of that just visual appeal you kind of have to take your time with them so i think there's a lot of potential there um especially with Riker being sort of like that guy um in the background and then he'll obviously bl- you know blossom in his singles career um i'm sure eventually at some point because he definitely is the main star of the three um but I, I think they were good in TNA. I mean, I'm excuse me, um, in NXT. And he was good in TNA. So I was happy to see him when he did get signed over and they kind of started getting him some TV time. I think the gimmick is not bad, but they have to kind of stick with it. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, the army gimmick is very easy to get behind, right? If you want to kind of push them as like, as as faces, right? Who, who doesn't love our country and behind our, our troops and our support, you know, and our people. But are they going to kind of go more that route? Because at the end of the day, when they were leaving, NXT they were kind of pushing them a little bit more in the army um, marine you know services route prior to that they were heels so what way are they kind of gonna go with them you know what I mean
0: it's kind of like what they did with Lacey like they they pushed her as a heel and then now they're going like she's a like a hard-working American woman so right they might go the same route who knows I don't know
2: yeah maybe throw lacy in there with them if you really want to kind of get them that, over
0: i'd love that i heard brumman's um, that, that NXT cool. united
2: that. the united the united uh forces or something like that yeah. or uh, uh that'd be cool you know
0: i thought it was pretty cool um so real quick there I, I just from the vibe i'm getting from the braun and bray build uh i love it by the way i think it makes sense like it actually has meaning behind it um it looks like just from what they're promoting, we're getting regular Bray versus Braun at Money in the Bank. Not, yes. the Yeah, I'll, so, do, I'll do again the Fiend, yeah. Does that – I mean, it worries me a little bit, just a little bit. Does it worry you guys that he – the Fiend brings almost like – even though he lost to Goldberg, whatever. Um, he brings more of a guarantee um, to – not that I want Braun to lose the belt, but I ideally would like Bray not to lose. Um, i
2: think it i think it adds a lot of depth to the story right yeah because the whole thing is like you know bray wyatt and then the fiend so if you have that you have to think right if you, you think quick short-term booking braun's gonna have to go over right just to kind of keep him you don't want him going over the fiend the fiend yeah. is supposed to be unbeatable so what better way to give someone a great i guess a, you know give braun a good first opponent like giving him bray wyatt who is fantastic on the mic? Who plays the Dr. Jekyll um, and Mr. Hyde character very well? But you'd also don't want to hurt him as the fiend because the fiend is supposed to be unbeatable. Yeah. Even though, like you said, Joey, um, he did get beaten by Goldberg, but you know that's for a different day, for different shows. To kind of go into that <laughs> one, um, I think it's good. It Adds a lot of depth to the story. And to be honest, even if it is Bray, you know, make them wrestle. You know, and and even if Braun goes over, I think it still allows them to kind of revisit the Braun versus The Fiend at a later point when they can hopefully get some, you know, maybe like a SummerSlam kind of thing. If they can. we can make it to that point.
3: Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. Maybe, you know, have him face The Fiend at SummerSlam being that was the first event he came out to last year. You know, kind of a nice little anniversary type thing. You know, exactly. have him mess around with Bray Wyatt for, you know, a few months here with everything going on. And then hopefully... Everything gets sort of back to normal with fans, and you know, at SummerSlam, they have like a maybe something like maybe like another five-five funhouse match, you know, type of thing, and basically showing how Strowman was, you know, when he was with the family
0: type of thing, and you know, it goes over that way. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, too bad like they they wouldn't be able to utilize Harper and Rowan that like into the like yeah. into that type of match. They bring them back, and like obviously they're they're go they went their separate ways. Um, we did lose noodles on the connection here, so unfortunately, he's gone. Um,
2: well, when you have AT and T service, you drop yeah. calls. So <laughs> I've been telling them, telling them that for years. It's time to make a change. Clearly, he can't hold the connection, but yeah. that's just a testament to him as, as a person. He yeah, and his, and his, his dedication. To.
0: Yep, and his dedication to the brand. Um <laughs> So they ended the night. Obviously, they've been hard, They've been talking about this Triple H 25 year anniversary all week. Um, you haven't came across this yet, have you, Nick?
2: I haven't had the chance because I was watching the NFL draft yesterday yeah. a little bit, a uh, big Giants fan, um, and they need some players. So I did not get a chance, but I that's do fun. plan on watching it. Um, I heard that Vince came out, Michaels came out. Um, I, that's kind of all I saw. Uh, to be honest, I can't go too much into it, but I guess, Joey, you, you had a chance to watch it? Yeah,
0: to say the very least, it was very interesting. Um,
3: yes, very interesting.
0: Very People will have their opinions on the whole uh, the whole event. Um, it was the last like what did Tom say like twenty minutes of the show?
3: Yeah, about that. Yeah, twenty minutes.
0: So they kind of Sean was out there. He was going like they were just talking like it, it. was basically it ended up being like a roast of Triple H almost like yeah. Sean started bashing Stephanie. Stephanie Triple H just taking Facetime calls during the event and he was getting like Stephanie's like like t- talking shit to him. Ric Flair called up, started crying. Uh, Road Dog called up, didn't know they were live. Then then Vince came out and um brought up some like, just basically berating him. But also said it was like very bipolar. He was saying, "I love you." Started looked like he was about to cry, and he's like, "You're boring as shit." Um, There's like he was comparing them to segments, and he's like, "This segment's almost comparable to Gobly Gooker." uh, This is my life, Bailey, and uh, the Katie Vick storyline. So he they it was very weird, and then he like basically ended it with them shutting. He like shut the lights off, and the show ended. Like that was really it. Yeah. So so, They went went off script a little bit, you think? I highly highly believe so. I think there really was no plan. I think they kind of went out there and just, like, winged it. So, I mean. um, I think
3: that's what I saw, that it was supposed to improvise the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, too. So, I just think real quick. I think it was basically them, like, a shot at the fans, you know, saying how he always buries people and shit. And they're showing, like, Michael's brought up his WrestleMania record, and he's lost more times than he's won. So I think it was kind of a, you know, saying, hey, I don't always bury people type of thing. You know, I yeah. I think he was just having fun with it. So. No, they
0: were definitely, I think, like, leading up to, like, the Vince interaction, like, I was watching it with Lori, and she's like, why is Vince so awkward? I'm like, I don't know. It was, like, just really yeah. weird. And he seemed, like, really sick. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, anymore.
3: no, he'd he'd be- seen, he'd seen he didn't see himself. himself. Maybe all the stress of everything starting to get to him. I mean, you know, who knows?
0: But I mean, it, it is what it is. Like I laughed. I like, I, again, we know me. I'm a, I love everything that they put out. So I mean, I'm not going to like hate on it. Like too hard. It was very awkward. Um, it, it, I guess you could say it popped me.
2: Right. Yeah. But you know what, isn't the point to get everyone talking about it, right? Yeah. Exactly, that we're, we're, yeah. we're running, yeah. we're running our show. We're, we're coming back for the first time and we're ending the show with the segment that made it a point to be spoken about. So I guess in that regard, they kind of captivated us in some form or fashion, that the fact that we're talking about it today and analyzing the segment itself. So I'm sure that's kind of what they were trying to do. And they've accomplished that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, the way, the the way they came out with it, like, like you said, they got us talking about it. I think at the end of the day, Vince is Vince, triple H, triple H H, and Sean, Sean, it was like, what, what else could you get out of it? So I I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: And I'll give you my noodles perspective. I'll put my noodles cap on. Um, It was terrible. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and
2: Vince is too old this is why I don't watch the product all the time I complain I complain I complain I need to get a new phone service boom yeah, there so- go. sounds
0: about right what well, we would have heard from him there we go um boys whan, like whan, whan. welcome us back to the uh podcast world um I'm super excited uh we but we get to like do this uh, especially during this time like it, it definitely brings us uh at least we get to talk to each other about wrestling, which we don't really get. I mean, we do it through text, but like, is it, yeah. it doesn't really like hit the same way. Um, I think uh, we're going to thrive going forward. There's a million podcasts out there, a million wrestling podcasts too. Uh, you want to listen to ours, I think, because we have four pretty – I mean, we may agree on things sometimes, but we get definitely a lot of different opinions from each one of us. Um, uh, I think you can follow us on our social medias, uh, we'll get those out at some point and just you can get our different opinions. Main one you wanna follow. The Wrestling Journal is, is brought to you by WrestleBuzz. So up and coming thing we're doing here, uh social media, YouTube stuff. Uh more active on Instagram right now, so follow us at WrestleBuzz on Instagram. And then hopefully uh down the line we get some content out on YouTube as well. Uh that's the goal here. Um I mean I had fun today, boys. I think uh going forward we're gonna have a blast. So I appreciate I'm, you guys I'm joining happy. me today. I am Absolutely, happy
2: And this is great. We're doing what we we love, and that's talking wrestling with each other. Absolutely. Mm All right, boys. Uh, It's been real. Let's do it again next week.
0: Stay true. Woo-woo-woo.